Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. It's The Hammer and Nigel Show, but Nigel's not here. Tony Kennett is filling in. That's right. Tony Kennett is an investigative reporter at The Daily Signal. Your wheelhouse, though, is education. That's right? true. You are a longtime educator here in the state of Indiana, and you write a lot of national articles about what you're finding out with education, some of the ridiculous things that go along with it. You may have heard this story in one of our newscasts earlier, but Indiana school scores are now in. The state of Indiana released their statewide I Learn test results. Some obviously better than others. Uh, Brownsburg Community Schools, they tested the top for English, math, and both assessments as a school corp at 64.3%. They also lead the state in forcing kids to eat vomit, but that's neither here nor there. I was going to say, yeah, they don't, do they actually test how, how much you abuse special education students in that test as well? Because, I mean, yeah, that first place is definitely deserved. Carmel Clay School's coming in too. But there's a lot of places that are still struggling. Yeah, that's true. I mean, let's take a look. So the argument that's always made here is that when you spend lots of money on a school, then the students do better. And so you would expect that these iLearn test results would reflect that. However, when you look at, let's say, a school that spends a lot of money, oh, Indianapolis Public Schools, which spends an ungodly amount of money per student, didn't do very well on the iLearn test results. Oh, wow, what a shock. And I also do want to bring up that a, a that Brownsburg getting 64.3% of its students uh, that are, are doing well in English and math is not necessarily something to brag about. That is not a great score. It's not. I, I just don't look at something that would be a failing grade on any piece of homework and say, yeah, that's that's good. That's really what we're here for. I, especially when I'm seeing private schools and, and certain charter organizations that are doing so much better with so much less. So what's the problem? Like if anybody could answer this, honestly, I feel like it would be you. Is this a matter of parents at home just not taking an interest in their kids and you know kind of writing them to do their homework making them do their you know responsibilities in the classroom was this covid missing a year or two really affecting a lot of learning growth for some of these students what's the problem so covid is a little bit of it but uh, mostly it's a problem with priorities and it is a shared problem between parents and between the schools themselves so kids go to schools and they actually don't spend a lot of time focusing on reading and math not the data-driven science that shows kids how to read how to do advanced calculation not as much time is spent on that as we used to spend on those subjects as a society then the kid goes home and a lot of the parents look at their kids and go Oh, I know you don't like homework. I'm just going to trust that you're doing it. You know, I, my, my Johnny's just such a good kid. I love him so much. And then the kid doesn't do their work. There are no consequences. There are no expectations. And so when it comes time to assess what the kids know, they know very little at all. And, and we don't only see this in English and math, but we see this in, in, stud, in subjects like science and also civics. So how do you fix this is actually spend time studying 
what you want the kid to learn and then hold the kid to learning it. Right now we have an education system of excuses uh, instead of achievement. And this is where it's gotten us. So trying to make a case for the students here, are these tests really any sort of real indication of what's going on in the classroom? Because I'm going to go back to when I was a student. I was really good at English. Boy, did I stink at math. So I probably would have been a liability here. But my career, you know, I use English. Some would say very poorly, but I use (laughs) English, literary things, communication skills. Very few times has algebra made its way into my daily preparation for my career. Okay, so I want to bring up two things. First of all, there's a comment in in the YouTube chat that I actually disagree with. Normally, the thing is, is, well, we just need like really advanced subjects in high school, like advanced calculus and advanced biology and advanced chemistry. No, you don't. You do not need super advanced. It is not going to benefit 90% of students in schools to take advanced AP classes so that they can end up never using any of those in the college subjects if they go to college, which most people should not. So what do you need to do with students instead? Make them really, really, really good at the fundamentals before you start stacking on a bunch of advanced nonsense. I mean, I, again, this is what the Big Ten is supposed to be known for, right? Is a bunch of fundamentally sound players who don't do a bunch of fancy stuff, but we have the fundamentals down. They're always reliable. But our K-12 through schools, when it comes to academics, no, we start diversifying off into all kinds of nonsense. Make sure every kid can read and write before you put them on a bunch of advanced nonsense that's going to be a waste of time just so that you can say, well, our students are all getting their associate's degrees in high school. We do all of this stuff. The kid can't write their own name, yet they're taking advanced calculus. Right. So do you feel like, and we talked about this the other day, there needs to be a place in every classroom, not just suburban classrooms, inner cities as well, about life skills, Things that you need to do as an adult, how you handle certain situations, a class where they teach you a budget, a class where they teach you the bare minimums of cooking for yourself, making something to eat. Which we do have, by the way. What you do if you get pulled over by the police. And, and again, basic civics, home economics, and budgeting and personal finance are subjects that are taught in the vast majority of Indiana schools. But not all of them, though. Not all of them, that's true. But a lot of the schools, and I hear that a lot of students complain, no one ever taught me how to make a budget. No one ever taught me. First of all, your parents should have taught you how to make, make a budget. Parents out there, if you can't teach your kids how to make a budget, you're failing as a parent, period. That's very important to note. It's not the state's responsibility to teach your kid how not to be stupid with money. Number two, it should be pointed out that once a kid reaches a certain age, they have to want to succeed. And we do a lot of work telling our kids that they don't have to want to succeed with a lot of SEL and CRT and a lot of other political nonsense. But if a kid gets into high school and decides they don't want to learn, it's a lot of their own fault. And if you don't want to pay attention, I don't want to hear you complain later when, oh, no one taught me how to read, make a budget, do my taxes. Oh, yeah, I taught you how to do that. You weren't listening. You sat in the back on your phone because our school doesn't have a policy that tells you to put your phone up, Kenny. So where do problem teachers come into the situation here? Because I know there are some teachers that walk into a classroom and these kids are ridiculous. They're out of control. In some cases, they're violent. I understand that. Being a teacher is not easy. But at the same time, there are also some fresh out of university teachers that are so hell-bent on indoctrinating kids and pushing ridiculous bullcrap down their throats as opposed to wanting to be tough. There's a lot of teachers that 
want to be friends with these people in the classroom oh, yeah. and not their teacher. Teachers who want to be mommy and want to be loved and accepted and they just got out of Ball State and they're in the classroom and they their classroom looks so pretty. It's decorated like Harry Potter, Jason. It's going to be so <laughs> great. And the kids come in there and they don't care because they found a teacher they can walk all over and they absolutely do. As I enjoyed my first year when I was at Knightstown, I got to see another new teacher who was walked all over by her students and it left her in tears daily. My kids had expectations. Shocker, my kids did well. I think advanced subjects, of course, should be in school, but I think we should probably be focusing on the trades and things that are actually going to give kids a step up in this economy rather than preparing them for some kind of a business degree or a psychology degree or something that's worth about as much as a Starbucks barista position.